Hello everybody, welcome to the morning devotion. I've got a word for you, but I'm first going to wait for a few people to jump on and see who's on here. So, uh, hello Chanel, good morning. Lekker om jou hier te sien, goeiemorgen Chanel. En ek sien daar is a paar ander mense op. Let's see. Okay, so uh, I had a, I saw a, a short vision and um, but I want to uh, to share it with you and I want to share a scripture with you and uh, I'm sure it will really bless you and uh, to me it's, you know, well I saw it so it's obviously for me also <laughs> and it is it is about uh, you know where we are in life and and the ministry and uh, and what God is doing but but also you can take it for your life you can take it for whatever you're doing and for your vision and for your ministry and for for whatever you're doing all right so I'm just going to start reading in Zechariah chapter 4 okay Right, so I'm going to start with a with a word. Right, so I'm just going to read the whole chapter of Zechariah, chapter 4, and I'll lift out a few things. And the angel who talked with me came again and awakened me like a man who is awakened out of his sleep. And said to me, what do you see? I said, I see and behold a lampstand all of gold with its bowl for oil, on the top of it and the seven lamps on it and there are seven pipes to each of the seven lamps which are upon the top of it and there are two olive trees by it one upon the right side of the bowl and one upon the left side of it feeding it continuously with oil so i asked the angel who talked with me what are these my lord then the angel who talked with me answered do you not know what these are? And I said, no, my Lord. Then he said to me, this addition of the bowl to the candlestick, causing it to yield ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees, is the word. So the word is a ceaseless supply of the anointing, of the oil. The word of the Lord to Zerubbabel saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, of whom the oil is a symbol, says the Lord of hosts. For who are you, O great mountain of human obstacles, before Zerubbabel, who with Joshua had led the return of the exiles from Babylon, etc., undertaking the rebuilding of the temple? Remember when they got back from Babylon, they started the rebuilding of the temple, uh, which marked the beginning of the 70 weeks of, of Daniel. Okay, so... Who is this great mountain of human obstacles? You shall become a plain, a mere molehill, and he shall bring forth the finishing gable stone of the new temple with loud shoutings of the people crying grace, grace to it. So we know that Jesus said, break this temple down. And we know that he said, in three days I will build it up. And the temple that he built up uh, is his body. Now we know 
that Jesus is building his church. You know, he said to Peter, whom do men say to his disciples, whom do men say I am? Some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, some say you're a prophet. But you, who do you say who I am? And Peter answered, well, Simon answered. He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So the Christ is the anointing, the oil. Okay? So you are the Christ, the son of the living God. All right? So Jesus said to Peter, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, speaking you know, the natural man Simon, Bar-Jonah, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. So your father, earthly father, Jonah, did not reveal this to you. But you are Peter. My heavenly father has revealed this to you. You are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. Now later, Peter says, First Peter 2, First Peter 2, First Peter 2. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, First Peter two, Peter said, "Come and be built into a holy habitation, like living stones. Be built. So, there's a structure rising, which is the church being built, which is the manifestation of what's already happened in the spirit." What's already happened in the spirit is finished at the cross. It's Jesus in his body. But what's happening on the earth is a structure being built up, the manifestation coming, which is the, the fullness of Christ being manifested in and through the church. And the church being built up uh, into the holy habitation of God. And God will be our God, and we will be his people. Right, so he says in Jude verse 20, you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. So we are built up in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit. All right, so we are being built up into this holy habitation. All right, now he says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this house. So he's speaking of the physical temple, but it's a prophetic thing of the church, what was to come. And Paul said, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, like a skillful architect, I have laid the foundation. Okay, and what's the foundation? He said, which is Christ. Let no one lay another foundation than the foundation that is already laid, which is Christ. So Christ is the foundation, Christ is the anointing, and Christ is the oil, the spirit. All right, so he says, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. So Ephesians 1, the work that God has started in you, he will also finish and bring to completion. All right. And then you shall know, recognize, and understand that the Lord of hosts has sent me his messenger to you. For with reason, for who with reason despises the day of small things? Okay, so other translation says, who despises the day of small beginnings? Other translation says, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Okay, so for these seven shall rejoice when they see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. These seven are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. Okay, so I'm not going to touch on Revelation with the seven spirits and the eyes and all that. But now listen. Amos. 
Amos chapter 7. Verse 8, he says, And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. So a different name for a plumb line is a plummet. A plummet and plumb line is the same thing. It's a line that's hanging from top to bottom with a heavy object at the bottom to show you exactly what straight is. So it's almost like the equivalent of a, of a water level, but it's an it's a upright thing. Okay. So, and that's something that they used to build. So that's something that happened that that's that makes sure that you build straight, that you build the wall straight. So when they build a house, you will have some kind of reference to make sure that it's upright, that it's perpendicular to to the earth. Okay. So he says, verse eight. Uh, Right, chapter, chapter. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. Then said the Lord, behold, I am setting a plumb line as a standard in the midst of my people Israel. I will not pass by and spare them anymore. The door of mercy shuts, says the Amplified. Okay, so don't worry. Uh, we are not the Israelites and he's not um, prophesying the end of us. <laughs> so that happened 70 AD. So that's not applicable to us. But God is bringing a plumb line. And this is a prophecy that, that people have uh, spoken. I've heard um, Patricia King speak about this also as well. And many prophets gave this word over 2020 and beyond the next decade is God is bringing a plumb line and the standard. Now what is the standard? Is to make sure we build straight. It's to make sure that we are conforming to the spirit instead of trying to make to get the spirit to fit into what we try to do. So we, we need to yield and we need to surrender. So surrender is the plumb line. Surrender to the Holy Ghost is the plumb line, which causes us to be built up on our most holy faith, which causes us to be built with gold, silver, and precious stones on the foundation, which is Christ. Surrendering to the Spirit. All right, I hope you, you're following me. All right, so back to Zechariah chapter 4. All right, so who with reason despises the of small beginnings? And he says, You will, for these seven shall rejoice when they, are, when they see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. These seven are the eyes of the Lord. Then I said to him, The angel who talked with me, what are these two olive trees on the right side? of the lampstand and on the left side of it. And a second time I said to him, what are these two olive branches which are beside the two golden tubes or spouts by which the golden oil is emptied out? He answered, do you not know what these are? And I said, no, my Lord. And then he said, these are the two sons of oil uh, who stand before the Lord of the whole earth as his anointed instruments. Okay, now I, I prefer the King James here. He says, these are the two anointed ones. Okay, the two anointed ones. I believe the two anointed ones are the Father and the Son. <laughs> so the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. All right. I'm not going to go into detail about that. But this is the, the vision that I saw. 
I saw a, a small little sapling tree that was growing in a forest. And the tree was, it was so small that no one would see it. It would just barely stick out from the blanket of dead leaves in, on the forest floor. It would just stick out and there would be a little leaf. And it would grow, but there were so many other trees that took away the light that it grew slowly. So it started small. So I just saw this thing. I didn't meditate on anything. It just came. So I just saw. Here's this little little tree. And the tree grew. It was like the skinny tree. And it kind of looked like this, and like this, and like this, and like this. Because the growth seasons, it goes, kind of grows to where the light is in that season. You know? And in the forest, it differs all the time. Because the other trees also move and grow. So it was like... And after years, it was just a skinny little tree. Okay. No one took notice of the skinny little tree. All right. And then suddenly, uh, there was close to the skinny little tree, there was a big tree. Like a massive tree, like a huge tree. And a very high tree. And the tree had very far-reaching branches. But those far-reaching branches caused the fruit of that tree and the seeds of that tree to fall. And little trees would come up. But there were, there were bigger trees closer by, and they were competing for the sun. Okay, So this small tree couldn't get as much light as it would have liked to grow fast because of other, other trees preferring it above this tree. I, I saw like one of the trees just pushing its branch above this small tree to catch the light, to catch it more light so that the, that tree can grow. Okay? So this is not meditated. I just saw this happen. So this small tree was there, but there was this big tree. And then the big tree suddenly fell. And around this, this small tree was then suddenly in a huge clearing in the, in the forest. Now, some, there were some of these seeds that fell and some of these saplings that started growing, but they gave up. But... When this, there was this big tree that fell, and then just there was just space, and there was just sunlight and all the nutrients of the leaves, and this small tree started to really grow. And when people came back to it, they were astonished at how big this tree is. They, they didn't know there was a tree, and suddenly there was a tree in the spot, uh, or close to the spot where the big tree had fallen. Okay, so it was a small tree, grew, 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 just kept on going. When the big tree fell, it just opened up. And I saw the tree growing widthwise, so like this, like this, going broader and broader. And almost in the same time as it, um, you know, how can I put it? Not in the same time, but it it just grew multi, multiple times. How can I put it? 
it just get it just grew much bigger in a shorter time because of the extra light. For some reason, my burulipa doesn't want to speak English today. Okay, so <laughs> so the, gre- the the tree started growing really quickly. It had a season of explosive growth, and that the uh, stump went really. Well. I just saw it swell out and become wide, but also high up, and the leaves, you know, could stretch out its branches. So that's what I saw, and I heard this word, do not despise the day of small small beginnings. Okay, so if that tree didn't land in that spot, oh, and, and another thing I heard was it was at the right place. It was planted at the right place. So if that tree didn't stick to it and stay there, Exactly where it was planted. You know, other trees grew faster and other trees grew faster and some preferred themselves above this tree. And then, now it's like light dawned. It was like the season has come, the time has come for this tree. The tree started growing much faster. Okay. I heard exponentially. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, this is word. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, that's the word. But that's, that's, the, that's the vision I saw. And I just heard this, this word in Zechariah chapter 4. And I just heard, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Okay, so, so I believe that this vision is applying to our ministry. And you can take it for yourself. You can take it for your own life, for, for how long you've been faithful in a certain thing, in a certain area of your life, with your career, with, uh, with your ministry, if you're in ministry, with, with whatever you're doing, you know, with, with a vision that you have in your heart. Uh, you can take it for that, for that time because God is opening up space for you. And I think this is the word that I'm giving is God is opening up space and God is bringing his light to you. And this light is shining over you and you will grow and you will be you're able to bear fruit and you will, you will have space to spread out your, your branches. All right, so this is what I saw. So... Um, so I saw this tree just being able to grow. So, so it just said, do not despise the day of small beginnings. I saw this thing growing exponentially, Donkey Greg. <laughs> All right, so uh, I believe this is, a, this is a, a really a word that God is speaking to us as a ministry but it, it's a word that he's speaking to you also. All right, so this is, today I'm not going to really go into teaching and all that. It's just, I believe it's a prophetic word that God is giving. So make ready for a time of explosive growth. Make ready for a time of, of great things coming to you. God is shining his light on you. Maybe I can just read this uh, in Isaiah 58 just to, you know, put something, a nice cherry on top or something, you know. But um, Isaiah chapter 58. It's just such a good scripture, you can put it in anywhere. So, all right, it says here in verse 8, Then shall your light break forth. So your light is breaking forth, okay? Uh, Like the morning and your healing, your restoration, the power of a new life. So how many times have we been speaking about restoration in the past couple of days? Okay, shall spring forth speedily. 
your righteousness, your rightness, your justice, and your right relationship with God shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your real God. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, here I am. If you take away from the midst of you oppression, where you will find them, the finger pointed in scorn towards the oppressed, and every form of false, harsh, unjust, and and wicked speaking. And if you pour out that with which you sustain your own life for the hungry and satisfy the need of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in darkness and your obscurity and your gloom become like the noonday. And the Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy you in drought and in dry places and make strong your bones and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters fail not and your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. And you shall raise up the foundations of buildings that have laid waste for many generations. And you shall be called repairer of the breach, restorer of streets to dwell in. Amen. (laughs) Like Bill Johnson says, amen. But that's a bit of a different context. (laughs) Anyway, for those who catch my little joke. Okay, so let me just greet a few people. Because I kind of just jumped in to, to the word in the beginning. I saw Chanel and my beautiful wife, Linnea. And hello, Lisa. Bless you. I, I need to talk to you today. I'll, I'll ask Nikki to remind me. Okay, so uh, Ma Rosa. Hello, Ma. Lekker mooi te sien. And Erika from the UK is watching. And Karin Groenewald from the UK is watching. And I see Martinette from Poch. And Harvey is watching. Hello, Harvey and Janine. Bless you. And Selina Narensami. Bless you, Selina. It's good to see you. And Greg from the UK is watching. Yes, man, I miss you, Greg. We must always be with each other. Okay. And uh, Martinette, Harvey, I greeted you. Bless you, guys. It's good to see you. It's good to be with you. May you just have the most amazing day. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9. So enjoy it. May you just go for it. Gigas, goi milis. <laughs> Grow in grace. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.